Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosanna Molunio, a.k.a. Rosanna Mod. We are at episode 82, and I'm excited to give you some news today. A couple of new things happen. I'm going to make a little change to my show. Monday is still going to be Moditation Monday. The only difference between the Tuesday talk and a Monday Moditation is it's the ambient music in the background. So it kind of relaxes you. I talk in a different way. I speak a little slower. It's, uh, it's, it is meditative. And that's what I do when I meditate on my own. I basically talk to myself and I calm myself down if I'm angry or if I'm upset about something or if I'm stressed. That's how I talk to myself. Okay, so I was sharing that with you for anybody that needs help. Tuesday talks, there's no difference there. It's going to be just basically talking about whatever. And Wednesday is still going to be business and uh, Wednesday works, but I'm going to incorporate Thursday, the DIY and the thrift into Wednesday's business because thrift and DIYs, it does fall into the business category, doesn't it? It's still talking about business, right? Modifying objects to resell in your store, uh, creative ways to make money, you know, using art as a tool. And uh, that's going to be, that's going to fall into Wednesday. And then Thursday, I'm going to make it all about just for relationships and family and love and divorce and marriage included. Okay. So it's going to be not just positive things, but also negative things. And the Tuesday, like if you're wondering, well, Thursday, what's the Tuesday talks then? Well, the Tuesday talks is basically something that's not relating to love and relationship. Just talking about like, like crows, for example, when I talked about crows, you know, or I could talk about pets on Tuesday, or I can talk about anything else or traveling, you know, and uh, how to get from point A to point B. Like when I drove from Florida to Colorado, with my dog, you know, the things that I needed to take with me, you know, the places that I stopped, the hotels and reviews and that kind of stuff. That'll be Tuesdays. And then Friday will be food, Saturday is Spanglish and Sunday I'm off. So that's my curriculum. So you'll see it. I'll title it in each episode so you'll know what's going on before anything. So we'll do that on Thursday for the relationships. Today, I just wanted to yeah, so let's break it in with the relationship talk and family and divorce talk. I'm not going to talk too much about my personal life. I don't want to talk about my personal life, but how do you know your red flags? Okay, well, I can tell you that I am an expert when it comes to relationships and long relationships, especially. Everybody misses red flags when they're in a relationship, and other people will point them out to you. Your friends will say, he's not for you, or you could do better, or you're too good for him. They're saying something that you're not saying, and you should really pay attention to that, not meaning that they're correct. They might be wrong, 
They might have ulterior motives to saying that, friends especially. And that's happened to me too. The thing I think that's most important to remember is that love is blind is not just a quote, it's actually a truth. Because when you're involved with somebody, you are falling in love with their potential, not necessarily who they really are. You're seeing them as the potential of what you really want and what you desire, what you wish for. So when you look at them, your eyes are glazed over with all of these things that don't necessarily exist in the person. You're pulling out their positive features first, putting them in front of you because that's what you want. And the negative features you're pushing back and ignoring because you are afraid of facing the truth like a lot of people are. You are in denial most of the time in admitting the truth about this person. Because by admitting the truth, you're admitting that you failed as somebody who chose the wrong person. You feel you, this might be your last chance to find somebody. So you're groping at the last straw kind of thing. You know, maybe you're older. Maybe you're an older woman. I don't know. You're, you're looking at something that in desperation, you grab onto the good and you let go of the bad and you think you can change them that's another thing because as women we're caregivers so we think we can fix things and men too men are with a woman and maybe they don't see the negatives because they feel they figure the good outweighs the bad that's another thing you might think well you know she is beautiful or he is handsome so what if they smoke They'll, they can quit I can get them to quit or so what if he's cheap you know, he's a tightwad and he doesn't buy anything. It doesn't matter. We're together. We can get together and we can buy things together. You have to, first of all, before you get into a relationship, find the deal breaker. What is the deal breaker is depends on the person. What is it that you can forgive and you cannot forgive? I'll give me as an example. Smoking is a deal breaker. If you smoke, I cannot be with you simply because I used to smoke years ago, 97, and I quit and I now am so sensitive to the smells that I can't smell cigarette smoke. It just really bothers me. It's a negative for me. I wouldn't be able to live with somebody who smoked. So that's my deal breaker. Yeah. Another deal breaker is lies. Who, who doesn't think that that's a deal breaker? I think lying is a deal breaker for anybody. You know, cheating is another deal breaker. Being a tightwad. I think that's a deal breaker because if, if it comes down to it and you're in trouble and you need help, I mean, is he going to help you or is he going to be too cheap to say, you know, no, I can't. These are, these are things that you need to take into account when you first meet somebody and not having to say when you're in a relationship, it's important that you're, it's important to be happy is the bottom line. And I've always asked, I've always said that, ask yourself, are you happy? So when you meet somebody, just make sure that they don't have any of these deal breakers, any of these things that will hurt you or your family. Maybe you're a single mom. You're getting involved with a man as a parent is a whole nother subject. That's really something that I would love to tackle because I was a single mom for so long and I dated many men while I was single just to find the right one who turned out to be the worst one. That's a long story. As a single mom, you have to think about your kids too. It's not just you coming into this relationship. It's another guy that's coming into your life 
now as the replacement of the father that your children had. So what's important to you has to be important for your kids too. And that's the de their deal breaker. So you have to pay attention to these things. Once you fall into a relationship and you are so engulfed and so in love with this person that you miss all of these red flags, you're not really missing them. You're just ignoring them. So just keep that in mind. You're not missing them. You chose to ignore them because you decided, I want him regardless. I can fix him or I want him anyway. It doesn't matter. I won't be able to find someone else like this that looks like this or that does this or that has this. You see what I mean? You have to outweigh. You have to, you have to put into balance what it is that you want and what you don't want. What's a deal breaker and what's not a deal breaker. What you can live with and what you cannot live with. What's going to ruin your life and your family's life. That's really what's at stake here. The longer that you stay in a relationship that's broken or that's, that you're pretending is better than what it really is, the more miserable you're going to be and the more you're going to look for ways to get out of it. And that means cheating. And that's what happens to a lot of guys who are in relationships or married to women that they somehow manage to fall into this daily schedule of being married and staying married because they don't want to a lose money in a divorce b be embarrassed in front of their friends or family because they're maybe the last one still married or the only ones that have never gotten divorced you know uh Maybe they've got kids now and they don't want to ruin their lives, which they think will, but they, but it won't. Maybe your wife tricked you into getting married. Maybe she got pregnant and you didn't want kids. Maybe you felt that was the right thing to do to get married. So you stayed married, but you're not happy because you never were happy to begin with. So you cheat. So you go out and you look for the one thing that you're missing. So you're looking for whatever it is that she didn't give you. Why? Because you ignored what she didn't give you. She never gave it to you. You just chose to ignore it. Same with women. You married somebody who's got an addiction and maybe you've got kids. Why did you marry somebody with an addiction? What was it about him that was so great that you could overlook that? Did you think it was you were going to fix him? But you didn't fix him. Now what? Now you're stuck with somebody with an addiction, right? Now your kids get to look at this person with the addiction. How does that make you feel as a mother and as a wife? Did you do the right thing? So I just want you to know that if you are not in a relationship right now because you're scared to try again, because you've been hurt so many times before, it's never too late for anybody. And there's always somebody for somebody. Always. There's always somebody for somebody. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, what you look like, what you sound like. It doesn't matter you're going to find somebody made just for you. I, I truly believe that everybody out there has their own soulmate. And I don't mean, I don't even believe in one soulmate. I believe there's more than one soulmate, but I do believe that there's always the one that has more of the features that you're looking for than others. I also believe that now that you know and are experienced in the red flags that you missed, that you're better equipped to find the perfect match for you because now you know what it is that you can deal with and what you can't deal with. But you have to be honest with yourself when walking into a relationship. You have to be honest with yourself. Ask yourself, is this person the right fit for me or my kids if you're single? How is he going to 
This is really a time when you do a pro and con list. This is really that time because it's important. You know, what outweighs? Does he make a lot of money? Do you think that that's going to pay off the, his addiction? No. Does he make a lot of money? Do you think that that pays off his uh, cheating? You think you're going to get him to stop? No. Are you that greedy? Maybe you need money. Maybe you're single and you've got like a few kids and you're like, I, I need somebody to help support my family. So I'm going to take this guy who makes a lot of money and he cheats all the time. At least he's going to help me out. Is that, is that okay? Is that what you think? What example are you giving to your kids in marrying somebody like that? You know, what example are you giving to yourself and what you'll put up with? Because little by little, you start demoralizing yourself in that way. And it'll chip away at your self-esteem, believe me, while you're in that relationship. Because you know deep down that you are lying to yourself about this person that you think is right for you. So you're going to be punishing yourself without even knowing it. It's like a subconscious stripping of your self-esteem. You're going to feel less than you did, weaker. And if that person decides to leave the relationship and move on, you're stuck with your broken self-esteem because you lied to yourself because you didn't see the red flags that, that were obvious to everybody. And everybody that's showing you and telling you, hey, listen, pay attention. This guy is, you know, doing this and this. This guy is not good for you. Or maybe he is physically abusive. Maybe he's mentally abusive. Maybe he's emotionally abusive to you. Don't ignore that. That's a definite deal breaker for anybody. If you're in a relationship right now, and you feel like he's constantly battering you, not just physically, but emotionally battering you by talking down to you, by making you feel stupid or not making you feel stupid, but calling you stupid or calling you names or criticizing everything you do and say, get out of there. That's not going to get any better. Not unless you get some kind of professional help, but physically abusive I'll just tell you right now, physically abusive, you better just get out of there, period. Don't even go for therapy. Just get out of there. I've been in abusive relationships and that doesn't work. Therapy doesn't work. It's a waste of time, not to mention painful. I hope that that sparked some kind of motivation for you to move forward. Um, there are so many people out there who are single. There are so many people out there who are in relationships and miserable and looking to get out. And just because you see a lot of people, oh, he's perfect, but he's married. You never know. He might be really miserable. He might be on the verge of divorce. He might be on the verge of walking away. He might be at a crossroad, you know, whatever. Saying it and doing it are two different things. You know, you can say you're at a crossroad, but if you're not actually doing anything about it, you're just talking about it. Talk is so cheap. You know, you get to a point where you get tired of hearing it. So, but pay attention, pay attention. Just watch and keep yourself available. If you're single now, just be very careful who you meet. And if you're in a relationship right now and you're trying to get out of it, don't try, do, just do it. If you feel you need to talk to him and he's not a dangerous person, then talk to him and just sit down in, in a public place and just talk to him. Make it clear, tell him how you feel, see what he says. He might be in the same position as you. He might wanna be out too. He might be looking for a way out and not know how and waiting for you to say it. You don't know. I've been in those relationships as well. Okay, well, on that note, I hope that you enjoyed this one. Thank you all for listening. As always, 
Don't forget to support the show if you'd like to. Click on the show notes below. And if you want to be a podcaster and feel like this is something you want to do, please join me. Join my circle of friends, my grand circle of friends online at Facebook. Buzzsprout community is jamming. And there's other podcast communities out there too. God bless you. And what do we say and how do we say it? <laughs>